If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the three boot of the 43 feet podcast. My name is Frank Schwartz and this is, <laughs> right, let me start that again. <laughs> I like that. That was a nice, that was, it was this. getting there. It was getting there. It was getting there, but I, I went off in a weird, okay, here we go. Ready? Just do the thing where you say you're going to reset it and edit it, but then and then actually just hear all this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? All right. Stand by. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. Make way for Dark Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet. Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances from my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this... I'll need my news team at my side. News team, assemble! We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. And we're back. Hello and welcome back to the three boot of the 43 feet podcast. Excited to be with you. My name is Frank Schwartz. Uh, Many of you who listen know me as Dark Helmet. I'm the president of F3 Nation, whatever that means. And I am joined this week, as is usually the case, by several members of the shared leadership team for F3 Nation. First up, the weasel shaker, 
his highness, his royal baby faceness. <laughs> he had to shave because he had drill this weekend. Eric Noak, 42 gobbler. Uh, yes, I, I did have to shave. So I have like one day's worth of stubble, which is uh, it's kind of weird because I've spent so many years shaving that when you ha- if you have that image of yourself, I in my mental image, I'm always shaved. And then sometimes I'm not. It's kind of weird. So, uh, but we did have a good weekend. I uh, went to the range, qualified with my M4 rifle sharpshooter. So that sounds fun. That's a good weekend when you're shooting things. It's a good weekend when you're shooting things. That sounds like the gobbler t-shirt if I've ever heard of one. Speaking of guys who make t-shirts, the head of communications for F3 Nation, Mr. Brian Jodis, 40 Uno. Hello, kitty. I. (laughs) He said, in my head, I'm always shaved. I had to mute myself for a moment because I <laughs> about fell out. <laughs> about fell out. Listen, uh, for a long time, long time. And not every day you get to share the airwaves with a man who has uh, been on the Order of Man podcast. And look, so- in fact, I, tw- I, I tweeted it today. I was like, look, this may be as famous as I ever get. So please listen. Like, <laughs> in it's- all seriousness, though, Pax, if you have not had a chance to listen to Dark Helmet, on the Order of Man podcast, we highly recommend you go check it out. Paints a great picture for what F3 is. And if you've got a friend who you've been working on, right, who's on the fence and like you can only explain him to him so much and, and you think he's a dude that would be into the Order of Man, I'd send them that podcast for sure. Because it gives, I always love when we go on other people's shows because it gives us a chance to talk about F3 and how much we love it. And they get to ask us questions that we might not ask ourselves. That's true. Kind yeah, of cool. Stuff that so we kind of take cool. for granted sometimes. Well yeah. done and a T claps to you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Um, it was uh, a lot of fun to do. And uh, we have some some uh, big, big things coming mm-hmm. in that, that sort of media space, uh, I hope, uh, very soon as well. So it is kind of fun to, to think um, that F3 gets more and more famous by the day. Sure does. Speaking of famous, <clears throat> the head of technology for the F3 Nation, Chris Gambino, 4-0, bada bing. Hey, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Um, glad you are excited here. About the, excited about the topic today. And um, I, unlike Gobbler, am growing a beard slash uh, pseudo mustache. Once my wife finds out that it's a mustache, she's not going to be happy, but hey. Oh, no. Wait, you're saying you're getting rid of the rest and it's going to be a mustache only? I'm I'm backdooring the mustache here. I've got the five o'clock shadow. Excuse me. And uh, (laughs) I I am not sure what we're talking about right now. And I feel like I need to. Yeah, I know this much. Gambino with a mustache. I'm just waiting for like dun 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 dun. Boom boom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, Hope you were doing well, my friend, down there in Pontevedra, the Jacks area, uh, in which you reside. Absolutely. Last but not least, never least, only last introduced here on uh, the podcast this morning, the head of leadership development for F3 Nation, Seth Brown, 47, Bono. Hey, brother. It's, uh, it's good to be here today. I uh, have been rocking and rolling. I just dropped my oldest off in college. We went to see her yesterday. So uh, life is a little bit different in the Brown household. So Oof. you're getting ready to I, do that, aren't you? I am. I am uh, roughly two weeks, slower two weeks away from doing the same thing with my oldest. She's headed out though a little further. Yours is a pirate, right? 
No, she's a oh no, that's an, right. An she avenging is. angel. That's she right. Is in she Meredith, so yeah. ninety minutes away. So not, not too, too bad. bad. Not too bad. Mine is a a, a straight uh, a straight shot all the way to Rexburg, Idaho, at uh, Brigham Young University, Idaho. So it's a it's a bit of a hike. Bit of a hike. Just a um, little bit. Dad, so far, I mean, I might be just in total denial. I haven't, I haven't figured that out yet. Uh, like, I'm totally fine. Like, I'm good. Mom is tamping down feelings, and it is not going to be yeah. pretty. It's going to be ugly. You realize she'll be closer to where I live now than where you live. <laughs> That's scary. You know what? We're going to withdraw her from school. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that first, uh, that first sit around the dinner table. I think then it'll, that'll be one of those moments where it probably hit you. Yeah, we've had a couple now where, uh, you know, like she's been at work or something like that. And so it's like a little bit of a thing. But a lot of times we'll wait because she doesn't, you know, she'll get off in time still to make it to like a late dinner. We'll just like postpone it to like 7, 730 or something, kind of kick it down the road so we can have mm-hmm. everybody together. But I think the first like once once we have like a three days in a row when she's not there, I think that's when it really starts to sit. In fact, mm-hmm. my wife and I were talking about because uh, the two older ones, one was at camp. Uh, over the summer and one was working at dinner time and had to close. So she was there until like 10 o'clock or something. And so, um, you know, neither of them was home and we just had youngest and youngest, you know, 12 year old sitting there. And like after dinner, we looked at each other and we were like, our, this is what our life is going to be like for four straight years. Mm-hmm. You know, once, cause, cause middle is a, a junior and heads out in a couple of years. So then we'll have four straight years of just the youngest. And I was She's like, probably like, I can't wait. Look, that kid already rules the roost, so it really yeah. doesn't matter. But uh, my wife was like, oh, that's um, and she sits on my right side. And I was like, I really I think I'm grateful I'm going deaf in my right ear because that child is just it's she's just <laughs> nonstop words like forever. It's never. Oh, my gosh. I love her. And yeah. sometimes I just want to turn to her and go, honey, shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. I, I echoed this sentence the other day. I, I don't have the capacity to answer that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You can't bring work home, Brian. That's not, that's just, that's just, I, can't. I can't, I love you, but I can't do it right oh, now. Oh man. Oh God. We were at F3 dad's camp this weekend. Yeah. And I, had, and I had to course correct my youngest daughter on something. I said, I love you. But, and then I gave her the course correction. She goes, yeah, I like that. I like that preface. At the beginning of the that's statement. what she said. So I like to remind. No, I said that. I love oh, you yeah. to her, but, but she yeah. needed. Some, and he said, "Oh, you know, I like that." I said, "Yeah, that's that's what I call." So, slight, so. slight tweak here, Kitty. In, instead of the but, try an and. Here it comes. I love you. Mm. I love we're you. Always, and. We're always getting corrected. Final no, 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 no. This is this is it's. There's a lot, a lot of research behind. Well, there's it. a lot it, of meaning in that but because everything you know before the but doesn't matter. Yeah. That's exactly right, Doa. I mean, literally everything. But so I love you. I don't really care about that get your stuff in, in mm. gear, right? I love you and get your stuff in gear has a different meaning. I'll report back oh, as different. to how that goes over next time. Tell tell me. I'd be I'd be intrigued. Yeah. And that's our show. Uh just good that stuff. advice alone was really all that was necessary. So <laughs> no that's way. good. No. Uh but speaking of getting on to the topic of the day, Brogamax. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to discuss <laughs> that holy moly. You guys saw the dust up, I'm sure, and some of you participated. Uh, I know that we had some talk about it over the weekend, and it was kind of funny. And I was hoping maybe people wouldn't really say much. Oh, was I wrong? <laughs> what, I, I don't well, know. What is there to say? Like, you know, I got it. Um, there's probably a demand out there for yoga mats, and that's cool. But, uh, you know, at, I think the marketing slogan kind of just missed the mark, in my humble opinion. Well, so. 
but I'm a guy that doesn't even wear gloves at a workout. So what do I know? Amen. We did all cinder block work this morning and I don't wear gloves because I don't think it's appropriate. Um, the only time I'll wear gloves is like if I'm really legitimately risking some sort of frostbite, but that's mm-hmm. not, it's not so much to protect my hands from what we're doing as it is like to keep my digits intact. Uh, you know, I, I can't do anything about that, but uh, Malco did say that, you know, he, I guess kind of uh, the marketing person wrote that, who I don't know if they're F3 or not and kind of stuck it out there. And he was like, yeah, I didn't quite get its final check. And I would have probably changed it up uh, something or I can't remember what he said. And I said, look, just admit it's a miss. Just admit it. It's okay. Yeah. Just, just admit it. And he was like, no, no, we sold a lot of them. I don't think it's a miss. And I said, maybe it's not a miss for you, Megan. Mm-hmm. But it was a miss for the mission. So I, as I said, I think everyone should buy a broken mat and, and yeah. give it to dark helmet for Christmas. I think that's a terrible idea. And I will be editing that out. <laughs> i told you what you could do with them i'm gonna burn them in effigy is what i'm gonna do no, I, no, that's right mission. that's right donate I, them to the I, rescue mission i'm gonna take the opposite stance here and, and let everybody know and across the whole nation that bada bing has bought a broken mat it is sh- being shipped you said it was it for your a, wife it will be a gift for my m to further <laughs> market the f3 nation mission to that's other fine. women all right that's fine she works out with because and a lot more for the record group Oh, wait a minute. For the record, if anyone else can prove that they have queued a Broga workout earlier than January 24th of 2018, come see me. But I'm going to claim that I coined Broga. In Man, the, the, the F3 Raleigh boys have a Monday morning Broga that they've been rocking Let since me tell you at something, least Bing. 2017. Bada, here's what I'm going to tell you. But you can have it. <laughs> no, nobody else. I will also it. throw this out there. Anybody posting downrange, I would say 50% of the guys cannot complete in full range of motion a Broga workout by Bada Bing. I'll guarantee it. Challenge. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'll say about it. And this is just my opinion, right? I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with, wrong with Broga. In fact, I think we probably should do more of it because there's all kinds of research that indicates that, A, it, it helps with flexibility, helps with uh, strength. I mean, there's look, I know for a fact, there's a couple of guys in our region that they run a, uh, they do uh, 15 or 20 minutes. I can't remember how much, uh, I think it's 15 minutes of Broga on Friday mornings, uh, right before a workout. And, you know, it's just kind of general stretching and, and core work and that kind of thing. And look, they've run whole Broga workouts before and you will sweat by the end. They are hard, right? So I don't have any problem with the Broga workout. Here's what I have an issue with. And that is when you do the Broga workout, if you're the kind of guy who needs a little extra padding under his arms and legs because he hurts a little bit and it makes him feel sad, then get a mat. That's fine. But there's no circumstance <laughs> where we should have our logo on something like that. Like, are we selling always pads with our logo on it? No, no, we're not. I get it. I get it. And I am, uh, you can, you can be an Andist and be for the Broga, but not for the Broga, not for the F3 Broga mat. Uh, and I will leave. I mean, I would even say I'm for a broga mat. If you, if, and seriously, like if that's something you need, go for it, but I'm not going to promote it with a, a brand that is supposed to be associated with toughness it, and it durability. Was, it was marketed to be used underneath your hands for, I know for Merkins. So. I mean, for pushups, they couldn't even say Merkins. <laughs> yeah, say Merkins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. And, and I'm with you. I don't, I don't wear the gloves. I don't, All right. Uh, so you know I'll what? Stop, we can end I'll this. Stop. We can end this with a namaste, Yo, bitches. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs>
so we uh, uh sitting there talking about how we need to be tougher i feel like we we need to jump into a, a toughness topic yeah oh nice oh look at man whoa claps whoa, on that man. that was semi-professional there guys johnny anchorman over here yeah i'm telling you he's driving this thing right along mm -hmm. so since you brought it up we thought we might talk today because the coming up in mere moments uh the iron packs challenge begins in earnest mm -hmm. and and not just iron packs challenge in, uh, alone but also kind of seats ops in general and I, and I know we've talked you know around this or mentioned it before uh in the past perhaps but when we talk about so let's talk about seats ops first and then we can talk about uh maybe a little iron packs uh, because that tends to be a little bit of a controversial topic uh across the nation and uh, and i think there's some things to talk about uh with regard to that too so seesop here's the first question i have for all of you what was the last one you participated in, in your region? So you could say like, yeah, you know, grow ruck is a seesaw and it kind of, and it is to a large degree, but your region in your region, what was the last seesaw that, that existed or that you participated in? I'm going to give a shout out to F3 Jacks, the yeah, fallen. Baby. It's a Memorial day. It is uh, four hero wads. It's on uh, again, Memorial day. The first hero wad is the Murph. The second hero wad is the Manion wad. The third hero wad is a forced ruck march for three miles to uh, support the Army Fallen Rangers of Mogadishu. And the fourth special operations is for the Air Force called JAG-128 for a fallen Air Force soldier. And that is 150 Mark, burpees. Mark Forrester's. Isn't That's it? right. Yep. So it's four wads across four different AOs or three different AOs plus the ruck march in between. And it is brutal. Mm -hmm. That sounds completely like stupid and utterly pointless. Yeah, yeah. Well, no reason to do that to yourself. Last official one that actually, you know, was an official actual CSOP. Uh, April, the boys of South Cary, uh, after their launch as a new region, did the Highland Games. Pretty standard CSOPy, right? You know, get together eight AOs over the course of the morning, probably 13, 14 miles by the time it was all said and done. But it was their way to kind of kick off. They officially launched January 1st, right? New region, split off Carpex. And then they said, let's let's in short order, right? Get a seesaw up and running. That was the one where if you saw on the Twitters, I was in full William Wallace face paint, kilt, homemade kilt, right? Classic. Because, you know, costume. Yeah, we you know, definitely costume. saw that. Yeah, definitely, sure definitely saw that. Who else? What do you got, Kyle? So, so Tacoma hasn't done any, like, by themselves, uh, because they've been they're in the middle of, of breaking off from Seattle slash Puget Sound. So I can't think of a regional one. I know I did GTE down in San Antonio and I did Iron Packs last year. And then I've been dealing with injuries since uh, January. So, um, yeah, so I'm trying to think here. It's been a while. I can't think of something I've done, a, a deliberate actual CSOP since uh, San Antonio. Um, but uh, I do have some, because uh, I was I had to miss to call, uh, to, uh, Puget Sound's GTE due to, the army. So I don't know if mm -hmm. driving around Idaho's uh, deserts, freezing my butt off for two weeks count, but. Nope. Nope. Doesn't count. Gobbler. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Nope. So uh, my last one actually, CSOP was uh, the grow ruck in ENC that we did. Um, we were supposed to do Sasquatch, which is always the last week in July when it's hotter than balls. Um, and I was moving my parents, uh, they got a place. And so I had to be a son that day. So I missed it. Um, and then we're getting ready to do the blue Ridge in a little less than three weeks. So my CSOPs have been 
way down compared to normal. And part of that is having a senior in high school and then a um, now a, a kid who's getting ready to run cross country at Meredith. So I've promised my bride not to sign up for too much. Uh, Blue Ridge, I snuck in there because that was on our off week. Um, but besides that, I'm, I'm uh, trying to concentrate. So we need to definitely do some. I will. T- we did have this sort of local thing we do each month where it's um, the Wayfinder, where you try to do 15 different workouts. And di- so it's it's not really a CSOP in a sense, but it's it's how do you get around and explore different AOs just in a huge region instead of going to your same one. That was pretty cool because not only did it take time where you had to plan it out, but you had to do things you're not normally used to. And so that was a little bit different that we're doing locally each month. Um, that one's pretty cool. And then we have not another a CSOP. One, not a CSOP, not yeah. really, just a challenge more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we have the plank, which is eight workouts in a week. So basically each one plus you have to double up at least one at least once. Um so that's I don't I like that at all. At all. <laughs> Um, so that's another challenge that, you know, we, yeah. lots of little things like that. Well, we and, just and so we say CSOP, but, but, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of a challenge as well. Challenge. I think they accomplish somewhat the same, uh, the same thing as far as a, an organized CSOP, I will be honest. It, I, you know, I was out of commission for so long with my knee surgeries that, um, I can't quite remember the last one that I actually like did, did, I mean, I did some grow rucks and stuff and I, I, I but that in terms of a regional uh, internal one, we, we did though. I did Yeti. When was your last Yeti? Yeah. But I didn't participate. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I wasn't. Cause that was, cause it's like, Oh, it's 17 miles or something. And, and yep. legitimately like the doctor was like, it, you really, if you want these things, these need replacements to last for 20 years, then you, you shouldn't run that far uh, all at once. Um, so yeah, so I'm kind of trying to avoid all that. And I did tell him, I was like, uh, bless you for making me have a good excuse not to run 17 miles. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but the, the last thing that we did that was kind of see soppy or the ones that we're doing kind of right now is, uh, and I tweeted about this, uh, today, actually, just cause I saw Michael Easter's, uh, tweet. We've been doing kind of these mini sogies, like it's a misogi, but it's kind of a short, you know, just a, a like a timed version or something like that. And, uh, they've been the first, uh, first Saturday of every month for the last, three months and I'm kind of going to go through the end of the year and see if it sticks. Um, but we've been trying to do something where it's like you have, you know, at least a 50% chance of failure. So it's super, super hard to do. Uh, and you won't die from doing it. Um, and it really pushes you and challenges you. Um, like mm-hmm. the example I gave, or I'll give you too is, and I think I, we've talked about this at least amongst ourselves is, uh, that we carried our body weight. Do we talk about that before? No. Yeah. 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 I thought we, had, yeah, we carried our body we weight about it. It was something I was working up to until about last so you got year. fat. Oh no, I'm just kidding. What? Is it? Until I got fat. Yeah. That's no. It. <laughs> no. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. Gobbler didn't get fat. Have you not seen the model on the yoga mat? I did see that. F3 yeah, years. Gobbler's looking, gobbler. looking trim not me. on the yoga mat. <laughs> so we've all done them mm-hmm. and we have, well, some of us have done them fairly recently and it sounds like you know, in, in a lot of places that uh, they're kind of happening. I know there's one coming up in the fort. They're doing this thing. They're calling it the final countdown. And uh, it's really just a run, but it's a it's teams and it's timed and it's a competition. And I think it's kind of interesting because it's kind of like, hey, if you're fairly newish out and stuff, you could probably still complete this. It's one guy's going to run nine miles, right? One guy's going to run six and one three. So you have three man teams and one guy starts and three miles in, he picks up the guy at the six mile mark. And they run together and then they pick up the guy at the three mile mark. What? Not like, Karen. oh, that's cool. No, I get it. That's yeah. cool. Um, 
but yeah. So, uh, you know, a guy might be like, Hey, I could run three miles. I think I can get three miles in, you know? Um, but, uh, they, um, that's, that's the plan. It's called final countdown. And I think it's going to be kind of a but cool that, one. Of course. So that, but that's like an offshoot, right? Like, and, but then there's the traditional OG style, which is basically like your annual seesaw, right? Like yeah. the boys in ENT got the Sasquatch. You got the Yeti. We got the Odyssey. They got the Kraken and Jax. Yeah. Right? They got the Mule and Raleigh. Like everybody's got like that one, that e- at least once a year, you're trying to bring the whole region, as many guys out as possible on a Saturday from six to 10 AM. Yeah. Right? And you're yeah. getting eight stops and you got a SAG crew like that to me yep. is like, yeah, exactly. Which, it's I almost like those. a race, but it's not, but it's, yeah, yeah. But, but it's, there's some, there's well, some we kind of joked the first guy into the lot at the end, like, Oh yeah. GTL won the seesaw, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're all together. Cause you're picking guys up and all that, but right. that kind of style, those are a freaking blast. Yeah. No, I love that. And, and I think there's like, you know, like you said, uh, Bono kind of like there's challenges too. Like I would consider mm-hmm. like the Masogi thing, like that's kind of like a challenge. It's not really a full on seesaw where like we have planning and like a thing. So I think you really like, there's one up in uh, Mecca called the gremlin, you know, and it's a similar kind of thing. It's not like a ton of miles, but you, you have, it might be a mile or two in between each thing. And, th- but the workouts are just brutal. I mean, it's horrifying. They just really pack it on, you know, and you go to like five or six stops and it's, you know, three and four hours and it's a whole, whole big thing. You're right. Regions need, I think some kind of anchor event like that. Go ahead, Bono. Yeah. So you got me thinking because part of leadership. That's dangerous. I know it's real dangerous. Um, But we're talking about CSOPs plus, right? How do we take a CSOP and bring it up a couple notches? So that took me back. And this is for the, the old school guys back to the old, uh, Marine Corps mud run, right? The Super Bowl of F3 when we started, like all the, the crews, basically Carolinas, we'd go down to this basically cow pasture with telephone poles so that you end up with like splinters in every orifice of your body, right? And, and you're just to so, make sure you get an infection, you jump in cow infested, cow infested <laughs> oh, water. So it was horrible, right? But it was one of those things. But when you're done and you're completely filthy, what do we have? We have this tent, right? And all the F3 guys from around the nation at that time were there, just mainly local guys for the most part. But then there's a rowboat full of beer, right? And it's just the second F and the fellowship and those things are like, holy cow, what if we did more of those? So there's some plans in place. Oh, and I Um, remember uh, back in the day, like uh, that was, you know, that was early, very early on in my F3 experience that we were still doing that. And like guys here, it was like, they chartered a bus, a bus. Yeah. yeah. And got guys like from Fort Mill and all, you know, Charlotte, and, you know, all these kinds of things and charted a bust to go yeah. down. Um, and I think that was probably more so they could drink themselves silly right afterward and then have a ride yeah. home. But that's neither here nor there. But, uh, the, you know, that that was how they handled it. Like it was big time. It was really big time. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, one of our guys, the, the one year I was able to do it, um, had a guy who played baseball at NC state and the coach moved to South Carolina. So we got to watch a South Carolina game, South Carolina, Florida. It's one of those things where you just, it's the plus piece. That's pretty cool. Not only doing it, but the build up to it. Like you're talking about the the drive back home, the drive there, the connections. Those are the things when you do one that's slightly outside a region, but you bring guys with you, that's where the bonds are really built. Uh, that's so cool when you're able to do that and connect with guys on a different level. Cause it literally beats you down on purpose. Well, they're, they're a, and they're a constant, you know, sort of come back to the idea of 
you know, you can get in your Monday to Saturday, Monday to Friday sort of F3 bubble locally. And right, you go to your AO, you do your beatdown, and, and that's a very super local feeling kind of version of F3, where it's all kind of happening in this one little space. Well, when you do a, a, a seesaw, and all of a sudden the whole region's there versus the usual, I don't know, 10, 12, 15, 20 guys you see at those AOs, now you're part of something bigger than yourself. If you travel to a region that's next door or across the state, you're part of something even a little bit bigger than yourself. Or if you're doing something like Iron Packs, which is coming up now, we're all in this thing together, right? And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad because guys like to bitch about stuff they see. But also it's like, it's pretty cool, man. When you think about like thousands of guys uh, competing really against themselves, right? And this thing, that to me is what sort of, that's what I love about the Iron Packs thing. And, and give those guys credit, you know, four years ago, however long we've been doing this, I feel like this is maybe the fourth year. I think it is the fourth year. I think that's right. Kind of in that space. You got to give those guys credit for coming up with an idea. And maybe it was a timing thing. Yeah, it's hard. It's super hard, right? Those aren't easy workouts, but they did harness the power of something to get the whole nation, quote unquote, participating. And not everybody does it, but man, it's pre- it makes for no, a pretty but, neat yeah. thing that ties us all together. To Absolutely. Well, got- finish finish this sentence. Uh, stress testing builds reliance. Shared pain builds. Q point. Th- Q three three. Close. Brotherhood. Close. Trust. Trust. Oh, I was going to say injuries. Trust. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah. It, to pit, you know, to go off what you were saying, uh, Kenny, yeah, yeah. right? You know, you're meeting other guys from around your region who you don't know that well, but you're building trust and reliance mm-hmm. on these other guys because you're sharing a painful experience yeah. with the man next to you. It's why I think it's why CrossFit wads are, and Hero wads are so incredibly powerful. Hero wads obviously are powerful because you're hopefully doing it in honor of that fallen hero. But you also know that there are thousands of other people on Memorial Day doing the Murph, and you're part of a. Ma- the guys at Stinkin' Forged and the Murph Challenge have tapped into an incredible emotional experience, not just a physically hard one. I think there's something similar to the way in which we conduct some CSOPs and, and they could look and feel yeah. like different things, but it ultimately is a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is way bigger than just me. Yeah, doing this no, thing right I now, agree. Which I think is pretty neat. Yeah, I agree. In fact, that's one of the things that I early on, you know, <clears throat> and so if you're not familiar, Pax, with the Iron Packs Challenge, I would first say uh, shove that rock off of you and get out from underneath it because mm-hmm. it's kind of a big thing. It's a, it's a whole thing. And, uh, you know, pay attention to Twitter and Slack and all those kinds of things so you can get some more information on it. But essentially what it is, is week after week for the month of September, uh, and there's a week zero kind of to prep you. Um, but the weeks that count is a week, you know, there's four weeks in September when <clears throat> for... I, I guess they're typically t- a time to be about 45 minutes or give or take. Right. And uh, I've and definitely they, done some that have taken me longer. Oh, amen. <laughs> sure. Amen. I'm just like, well, that was a DNF, you know, I'm walking out at 45 because there ain't no way I'm finishing this thing. Um, but uh, and they're, they're generally speaking, they're usually a pretty good overall body beat down and they are really very, very hard, but they're almost always really, really well-planned. Like, it's never just like, get out there and do 5,000 burpees, you know, and like, whenever you finish is when you finish. Like, that's just kind of weak, right? Like, they're usually very well planned. They've introduced, I mean, heck, I think we probably sold like a thousand murder bunny t-shirts. Yeah. Like, legit. It's insane. And so these little guys, and you've heard them, you'll hear, and if you haven't listened to it yet, you know, C-SPAN had them on the round table and, you know, they've been on the, on the uh, stuff we're trying and, you know, they've been on lots of podcasts. And so we're not just here to praise Greenwood, although all hail Greenwood. Uh, 
But these guys hit on something in a special way. There is literally nothing, and I mean literally, where north of 3,000 packs across F3 Nation have participated. There's not even, nothing has come even close. I mean, we barely had, well, I shouldn't say we barely, we have more than that on the email list. And I think that's the only other thing that could possibly <laughs> come close. And I'm not even sure that counts, you know, like our open rate's pretty good. So, okay. But opening the emails doesn't really qualify as a CSOP, right? Um, well, it depends on what was written in there, I guess. But um, point being that, you know, these guys hit on something. And so what we want to kind of talk about today, or, or that we've been talking about, but one of the things I want to make sure we talk about too, is that it's not just that it's like controversial that makes it a big deal. Uh, but there's, there's something to that shared suffering uh, and, and having that kind of organized thing and, and you know, the, 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 the lead up to it, the ramp up to it, and everybody gets all excited. And I mean, there's so much that I think is, is part of the experience that makes, I, I think this is my personal opinion that iron packs is a, just an incredibly special and cool kind of a thing. It's the only one that I, and I would say this, you can correct me or you know, downvote it or whatever, right? I'm calling it the nation seesaw. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the only thing that we really kind of do that started in a regional thing that gets kind of the full force of the nation behind it. And that's with some intentionality, right? Like what you yeah. guys do in your regions is meant to be your things. And that's what makes it special. And honestly, it's why the nation, the quote unquote, the nation can't champion everything, right? We're not supposed to. This is about you guys, right? You guys do what you do locally. This one just hit on a chord and it uni- and it united sort of this F3 nation together in the shared experience that it just, it kind of just became what it what it has become. Right, Bono? Yeah, but, and, and I think the thing right there that you hit on, this is the Iron Packs, the beauty of it, it is a reg- regional thing. I mean, Doa didn't say, let's do it on this month or this thing, right? Because no, no literally way. no one would have listened to that. No one like, would have hey, listened, literally. <laughs> right, and and that's the beauty of it, right? So, I mean, a couple of years ago, we, we when we did, uh, we were in the middle of COVID, we did the virtual Sasquatch, right? That was one I know the St. Louis guys bought into that big time, and we got so many people from around. The, and this is something little, literally locally right here in ENC that started in Greenville, North Carolina, and just blew up. And it hadn't maintained that that because we tried going back to face to face, but this is one where those guys have, and the, the way they've organized it and the way that's there and the junk talking going on, all we have to do is, is get gobbler talking junk. And he talks it out of both sides of his mouth. It doesn't matter. Right. That's and the both ends of right? his, or, oh wait, yeah, whatever yeah. body part. Right. That's the cool thing is that this is still a regional thing, even though the nation has bought into it. Right. And we're doing it from across the nation. That's the cool thing is it's still led by regional guys, not us. Well, I- and I'll and throw incorpor- one more. Oh, sorry, Bing. Go ahead. They they incorporate even you know sometimes exercises from regional CSOPs. Like there'll be a crack in burpee. You know, obviously uh, murder bunny. We don't know where that originated, but um, it may have been Greenwood. It may like, have been. I, I think it was I the think, gates but, of hell. I think I yeah exactly. You know was- what? But it exists now, and it's out in the universe. And it's quite possibly the worst exercise on the face of the planet. Uh, it's not just for the record while we've been sitting here metro actually had an additional pax register so you know <laughs> Way to go. what does that what does that make two that's four I uh think. five for metro oh. Oh. uh three or total of eight for metro and mecca combined because we have to combine their numbers to actually look decent um, that's not even looking decent but, but you know kitty you were hitting on something it's this idea of identity um mm. in order to have an identity and a shared identity you have to have a shared experience if you think about it, why do you consider yourself, you know, um, a member of 
your region. You you that's part of your identity because you have shared experiences. Why do you consider yourself an American? Because all Americans have certain shared experiences. It's the same thing with you know your you and your wife. You have a shared identity because you've gone through things together. It's the same thing at F3 Nation. In order to have a shared identity, we have to have shared experiences. And one of the, the primary ones is the workout. It doesn't matter yep. where you go, the workout's the same. I can show up in Greenwood and it's going to have a, a similar experience as Gold Rush as opposed to Snacktown. Well, this is just one of those other things that helps create a shared identity. Um, and don't we shouldn't underestimate that because when things get difficult and we have disagreements, we fall back on that shared identity to solve those disagreements. If the disagreement is larger and bigger than your shared identity, you have division. Mm. If the shared identity is bigger and more important than the difference you have with the fellow man, then you work through it. And the, that's one of the things that CSOPs will do. I, I, it's very hard to find two guys that have gone through a grower together that can't work through some disagreement. Mm. And I think that this is this kind of goes into larger that why even me and Bono. I was going to literally say, I mean, if we can still talk about talking in a ditch, right? At Pinehurst at the end, as aggravated. I mean, but, and it's one that right there between the two of us, we know exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's one that no matter how much we disagree, there's that, just what you said, Gobbler, that shared identity that we can get through it because we suffered there together overnight and boom. All right. We'll get over it. Right. I mean, think about the fact too, like, You've got the guys in Seattle who have won it the last two years, who have legit since like the springtime been training. They're training for this thing now, right? You got all the guys have have made custom coupons, right? Painted up like dope coupons. I I got a lot of that's because of IPC, all those guys, right? With their custom. And like, so that's just, it's just a neat thing. And it's like, who, who does, who does this stuff? So we joke around a lot about like, oh, silly, like this is, you know, it's an adult fraternity and it's a cult and all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. But then also when you really look at the heart of it, it's all those things. When you look at what we're doing here, it's like, you know what? But that is a, st- a really super special thing. And, you know, inevitably over the next three, four weeks, you're going to see guys who are like, man, that's bullshit. There's no way that guy did it in 18 minutes or whatever the t- crazy times are. But that is... That that is a much smaller voice than the uniting factor to Gobbler's point about the identity of this thing and how we're in this I, thing together. Which is I do want to say I did Iron Packs. Let's see here. So I did it in two thousand. I, I anyways I did it one year and I remember Bob the Builder did, had some great times and I ended up having to go down to um, Cape uh, Fear. Yeah, I went down to Cape Fear. I went down to Wilmington for hurricane duty and I had the pleasure and i really use quotation marks to do one of the iron packs weeks with bob the builder at wrightsville beach with a hurricane off the coast blowing in humid is all hell and i realized that he really is that much faster than me yeah uh, i mean the dude dusted you. me yep and then he came back and finished it with me and yep. so you know people were like this guy can't First of all, I don't it's not about what that guy that I've never met, how fast he can do it and whether or not he's doing his burpees correctly or whether or not he's doing his burpees correctly, because I really don't care because they have no effect on me. Um, Bono doing his pushups correctly. Do not help me get more fit. Never has, never will. And it's kind of the same thing. If, if you're uh, letting someone else's performance and poor form affect you, uh, you've kind of missed the point here. Yeah. Kitty, you know, what you said and, you know, talking about shared experience and all that kind of stuff and, and, and these things, you know, the, the idea of not letting uh, the, the, 
the small things get too big for the big things. But you, you said something in there that, that tripped something in my mind. And I'm trying to remember exactly what you had said, because I want to go back to it. I can't remember right now, right before Gobbler spoke. Well, I said, you know, you're going to hear people inevitably complaining about yes, a guy that super was it. fast time questioning right. it. But like, yep. that's a small voice compared yep. to the bigger the big idea. voice. Exactly. And so I think, yeah, thank you for reminding me, because that's what I, I didn't want to just touch on that, because and just like Gobbler said, are there guys that are going to post times that you think that you think are absolutely ridiculous? Yes. hundred percent. Are, are they liars? Let's not do that, please. Well, that's the other point. Can we right? not like, do that? We don't have to do what the rest of the internet does. Yeah. Like the <laughs> maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But to your point, like who cares? Like it's not important. Oh, were you afraid you weren't going to get the non-existent trophy? That's what you were afraid of? <laughs> I is think, that, the, I think the Seattle guys made themselves a trophy. <laughs> now that might be true, but, um, but we could all do something like that. Right. But mm-hmm. I, so I would say that as we head into this too, and it really in any CSOP, right. Remember the point of it is to bring us together and to give us that shared identity and to do something stupid together and to have fun. Like if you want to complain about somebody's score, I think that's hilarious fun. If you do it out of, you know, just jest and that kind of thing. I mean, look, guys come at me, all iron packs long because they love to hear how poorly I did. And I'm not ashamed to say like, if anyone thought that, Oh, just because I'm sitting in this chair for some reason that somehow I was the fittest guy in the nation. Like that's not really how this was chosen. <laughs> <You know>? um, <laughs> because if it was, we'd have a real problem. I definitely wouldn't be here. In fact, I would never be able to earn my way here. Right. It's just not even possible. Um, and so, you know, I'm not ashamed to say, like, I went to Metro this weekend. It wasn't a seesaw. And uh, I worked out. Slaughter was on cue. And I was DFL. I had no hope uh, of keeping up with those guys for the five-plus miles that they ran us uh, for that hour, um, you know, with all the push-ups and with all the burpees and with all the other stuff. Those guys are fit, man. It just is the way it is. Now, I can either get all, you know, butthurt about it and be like, those Americans weren't real Americans. I did real Americans. Oh, okay, Sure. Yeah, fine. Great. Are you proud of yourself now? Like, what does that get you? Nothing. <clears throat> the other thing I was going to say, too, is uh, just a little something. I'm not saying it's the stuff worth trying necessarily because we haven't tried it yet, so we don't know. But it's the stuff I'm going to try. And that is I decided that, uh, you know, the whole the whole thing of guys getting really caught up about, you know, who's butthurt over what and who may or may not have gotten, you know, what score. I said, what if we just removed all that? And instead of worrying about what guys in, you know, Fort Chiswell are aren't able to do uh, and what scores they may or may not have put up or what uh, aluminum packs might have said about your score or whatever idiot. I mean, these are so stupid. These are just so stupid. You know, it, it, whatever those things are, instead of worrying about that, here's what we're going to do, at least with some of us down in the fort. I don't know if everyone's going to participate, but I'm trying to encourage guys to put together four-man teams and we're going to compete just against each other Within the region. I like it. I like it. And you're going to average the score over the four guys so that no one knows exactly like who was the fastest, who was the slowest. Your submitted score, you're going to have one submitted score for your team. And it's not going to be the top score. It's going to be the average of the scores. Mm -hmm. So, yes, choose wisely who's on your team. Sure. But also recognize that, you know, it's teamwork. You know, you're all going to do it together, right? And and when we submit that score within the region, now you can submit your individual score as well, of course, man, you should, right? You should because it's fun. But, you know, outside of that, like, just uh, have a little fun with it. Maybe there's something you can do. Maybe you do it like that, or maybe you choose some other way to, you know, to try and, and make it fun and, and make it mm-hmm. so that you're not worried about the wrong things. But, you know, 
still do the iron packs. I can't, I mean, I cannot recommend it highly enough. In fact, there's whole AOs now that are based on doing old iron packs workouts and recycling them because they're just that bad. Yep. So I want to, people aren't going to like this, but I'm sitting here perusing, I'm hearing you talk, but I'm, I'm on the iron packs website. And the one I particularly like is the regional count. Um, And as I peruse it, there is a very high correlation to the number of the high, the high participating regions and the ones that are currently growing. Okay. I'm not saying it's a connection. I'm not saying it's a cause, but there is definitely a correlation between those regions that are star fishing and growing St. Louis, Birmingham, Houston, you know, and they're all the other regions that are spidering off of them and their participation. Star fishing off. Star fishing off. And you know what I'm talking about. I know. You know, know, St. Louis is St. Louis. It's actually hard to figure out all the ones that I should group into St. Louis right now because they've had so many. Same thing with Houston. Um, in fact, Houston just started up another one recently. So you, whether you want to say correlation causes causation, I, I'm not going to get into that. But there is a correlation there, is that the regions that are growing and planting, not just new AOs, but planting new regions are participating. Now, does that mean by doing iron packs, you will reinvigorate your region? I don't know. But I will say it's not going to hurt you. You're not going to not invigorate your region by doing it. It ain't going to hurt you. Yeah. The only guy who's been steady is just Schmidlap. He signed up for it every year by himself out of Fort Chiswell. He hasn't been able to get any growth, but he keeps trying. Well, that's actually because he just says he refuses. If a guy yeah. comes and says, hey, man, I want to work out with you, no. he will punch them in the throat and just drop him to his knee and just be like, you're not welcome here. So, so what are some of the Go ahead, Bada. I can you tell you here. want to say something. Hold what on, Bada. Okay, okay, say something. I almost, I, I asked this morning at, at, at Hard Knocks if Birmingham just forces as part of their membership everybody to sign up. <laughs> no, but I think they're going to shout out to shout out to those guys. Personally. What I want to say, wait, they're trying to get to sixty nine. Sure, they're, they're uh, at sixty nine right now, holding, <laughs> holding, no. holding strong. <laughs> no, uh, I think it's a cultural thing, right? Like they are striving for a particular culture of doing hard things, not getting soft, mm-hmm. uh, and not letting Broga take over, you know, uh, I'll, I'll finish with that, but not that's Broga. a cultural thing. Broga mats, <laughs> right. Letting Broga mats take over. Um, so no, it's exciting to see that. Uh, and it, it also invigorates other regions to say, Hey, what's going on with those guys? Maybe we need to reach out, um, and, and see what they're doing. Right. You know, maybe we need to be pivoting and doing some things a little differently. A lot of the things we talk about here, you'll notice a bit of a theme is from the perspective of, uh, do you, you potentially, hey, do you feel like you're kind of fizzling a little bit? Do you feel like you're kind of getting a little stagnant? Does your leadership feel like it's getting a little stale? You, you know, and you, and you look back to what we talk about, go back on every episode. We're kind of bringing up some things where there could be some hard truths you have to ask yourself too, as a leader, right? Maybe as a PAX member maybe as a region, and maybe it's one of those things like, man, I don't know what's going on with us. We just seem kind of stale. Okay, get in there, leader, and then get your men invigorated around doing something together. All right, let's get our CSOP back up and running. Let's get a committee around doing a one big day CSOP. Maybe that'll give us a little fire. Let's get our guys rallied around doing this thing together. The odds are you're just, you just kind of stop doing stuff together would be my guess. And you probably fell into your routine of small AO, daily workouts and that's about it which by the way still not a bad way to experience f3 but you're leaving so much on the table 
so real quick, right on that line there, Kitty, um, been talking to Pruntain out of Jacksonville and now Major Payne and Danny are getting on board, but we're talking about different part sponsorships and partnerships with, say, Spartan, for example. Uh, so how can we do something where sector-wise or regionally guys can come together and do mm-hmm. something crazy like that? And could we have a partnership with Spartan that's good for F3, that's good for the sec- sectors, that's good for the regions or areas that guys can come together? So the idea is how can we create more opportunities like that to yeah. not just simply do it a simple CSOP, but how can we add more to it? How can we do the plus? How can we create opportunities for failure? How can we create opportunities for guys to come together? How can we create opportunities like Doa said? where teams of guys come together like and, and it's why i was thinking right? brr is so funny bono like That's i know i'm going so to die cool. those six yep. legs are going to smoke me i'll be right. crushed yeah but i know at every ez there's going to be 50 f3 guys yep. from outside of my region that i'll get to yep. see and and offering you the the you know the gels or the electrolytes when i'm dying coffin, running up whatever. grandfather mountain yep. right same thing because they're there for me and they're yeah. there telling my guys what's going on. Yeah. And so but, it works. But if you see guys from F3 Rock Hill and they offer you something while you're don't, running, don't take it. Don't take it's it. a lie. And I'll tell you this. Here's a quick story. Just total sidebar. <laughs> that sounds like a man who's been burned. We are, we are running. And I don't even remember what race it was now. It wasn't the BRR because I've never run that. I just drove P2 it. Hundy, and I was maybe? Like, maybe it might have been the P2. I think it might have been the P2. No, you know what? It may have been damn to damn. Let me take that back. I think it might have been damn to damn. Anyhow. We're doing this stupid thing. We got the team out there and, and I've got this eight mile up a hill, just mm. suck fest. I mean, just mm. the worst freaking mm. leg. And I was like, why did you give the worst leg to the worst runner? But <laughs> Hey, that's fine. You be you. And, uh, and I'm coming down this hill and there's this bridge and I see these guys and they're guys I recognize. And they were like, dude, you look terrible. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to grind it out. <laughs> I know. And they were like, look, no, you, you need some water and you need a little, little something here take these goose, take these, you know, whatever, right. Give me some water. And I was like, okay, good. And they were like, now look, you're going to make it, man. It's, there's only like one mile left. There's only like one mile left. And I was like, all right, I can do this. And so I just take off up this hill, like with purpose. And I'm thinking this is the longest mile of my life. There were three more miles. <laughs> It's okay to lie to someone when they're in the midst of a seesaw. Oh it's my gosh. It was, I was so mad. I can't build if trust they told that you way. it was three, what would you have done? You would have quit. No, I'd have figured that I, okay, I got three and I could have, hey, I would have taken off a lot slower. I'll you tell you that. <laughs> That's really, really <laughs> I tell you what, going back to what you said, Bono, uh, I was in a Spartan race with Prune Tang and I thought, Hey, I got this down. It's going to be fine. And I get to like, you know, mile five and I'm in a dark place and covered in mud and, and I'm uh, pretty pissed off and he runs up beside me and he's like, you're all right, brother. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm not good. And he's like, it'll be fine. We got, I gotcha. And he picked up the six and he brought me all the way in, you know, and yeah. uh, that's what it's all about. And Literally. another thing too, you know, I, I think I went in year one, hot and hot stuff thinking, you know, Oh, iron packs, I'm going to do well. I'm going to uh, score high. And then I get in there and I realize, you know, maybe I'm sort of just middle of the road. And maybe I ain't, ain't hot shit and I'm not like top 1% here. And uh, I had to really check myself, my ego, and say, you know what? I'm, it ain't me against these other guys. It's me against me where I'm at, getting 1% better every day, not trying to be in the top 1%. Mm-hmm. And starting to change my perspective and complain less and just champion the cause and do uh, just contribute to it, right? It's be a contributor to 
IPAX and, yeah. you know, do it for me to get better and not to compare myself to, you know, the, the VHSs of the world and the booze and, you know, left turns, you know, who run four yeah. minute miles. Right. That's, right. that's well, not me. There's no, yeah. Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. Right. So, so okay, it goes last, back to leaving your ego at the door and just sign yes. up. I was mm-hmm. just going to, I was just going to reiterate what you're saying there. Cause we're kind of at our time. So I'm going to kind of wrap it up, but go ahead, Gob. And then I'll so wrap gonna, it up. Well, so what are some common, I got two things. So one is uh, what is our com- some common reasons that people won't sign up and let's, let's maybe hit them. I know like one is it's too hard. People say it's too hard. They can't. Baloney, but yes, move they do pat, say move, that. Yeah, disavow well, yourself. There, there's a mod. There's always a modification, and they do a video. I don't remember the guy who does it, but there's always a modification to modify. Also true. Have, yes, I've heard people say that they can't recover from it, and like maybe they're overtraining. And I, I don't know what people know about overtraining, but I'm pretty sure uh, if you had taking time to listen to this podcast, you're probably not the type of person that's overtraining because people who who are that ilk are doing something else right now than listening to us blabber. Uh, that's not true because they have it on their headphones and they are running four minute miles and they're listening. If you, okay, so, if you uh, haven't gotten rabdo before you haven't overtrained. Okay. Ah, there we on. go. Okay. All right. The other one that I hear sometimes gone just to throw it out there is, well, I can't get over the idea, the, the whole, in terms of iron packs for sure, but I can't get over the whole, um, measuring and those guys are liars and everyone's poor form and and they look at themselves and go it, because they still think it's about them and how they stack up versus just mm-hmm. doing something fun and cool that everybody's doing so so Dirk, i have a i have a quote that deals with that whole competition aspect i i happen make to come across this i'll make it quick i just i saw it this weekend at on base and this this quote was written on the stands overlooking a, a football field on base where we do stuff And it's a quote by General Douglas MacArthur, and it goes like this. Upon the fields of friendly strife are sown the seeds that on other days and on other fields will bear the fruits of victory. And I'm telling you, that has been a mantra that we have used in the Army, that you go out and you compete against each other, not just to make yourself better, right? The the seeds, you know, what seeds do you plant when you compete against each other? It's the seeds of getting better. It's the seeds of brotherhood. It's, it's, you know, the seeds that I can trust you because when I'm in trouble, I'm not going to call somebody that I can beat because obviously they're, if I'm failing, I need someone who's stronger than me. Right. Mm. And so, you know, when we think about this friendly competition, is it makes bonds that we can depend upon, you know, other days, obviously general Douglas MacArthur, he was talking about wartime, you know, and he's talking about officers and competing against each other and all that stuff, but it still applies. It still applies in our everyday life. If you, you should seek out opportunities to compete against your brothers, not, not the opposite. And if it's tearing apart your, your region, if it's tearing apart your region, it ain't IPC's fault. Mm. Oh, yep. Kitty, I would say yep. that is a quote worth repeating. I, I wrote it down. <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't give me a chance to guess who said the quote, which is what we usually I know. do. But that's I'm what I'm sorry. It's, it's, a different it's a different show. It's a different show. It is. It is. Uh, so here's what I'm going to say. Last, last thought. Guys, if you're out there and you're thinking about a seesaw, do it. One thing I, so a couple, couple lessons that I've learned from, from Iron Packs. Number one. Uh, the boss, quote unquote, of the nation slash region slash whatever, isn't necessarily going to be the guy to come up with the idea, and it may not be the best one anyway. So if you have a thought for like a cool, fun seesaw, 
if if it's tradition in your little region there to ask permission, by all means, do whatever you got to do. Otherwise, I say, permiss this and just go ahead and start get, it. Get the just vapor. freaking do yep. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like whatever. What are they going to do? Revoke your membership? Like, come on, right? No, get out there and invigorate men to bond because that is an essential part of leadership, right? Building teams and trusting one another and moving forward. It's, it's how we grow as men. So that's number one. And you learn that. In, in, in absolute, no question about it, from Greenwood. Greenwood is in the middle of nowhere. I think the population of Greenwood is probably less than uh, ECU. I'm, <laughs> if I, or maybe it might be comparable, right? I don't know, right? It can't be, it's not very big. It's not a very big town. And these, these guys from this, you know, quote unquote, small town have turned the nation on its head with how they think about things. I mean, again, 3,500 or whatever it was last year, these guys that participated, it's mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Uh, the other thing that I would throw out there is this, uh, and a couple guys made the point and I'll make the point as well. There was a guy named Longshanks who, uh, is super fit. Um, and the first year it was, I think it was the first year that we did the Yeti. I participated like an idiot. And by the end I was total DFL. I mean like DFL by so much that everyone had left the parking lot, but I was ready to mail it in at about mile 11 or 12. I think it was, there was a stop. Right. And, um, and, and he was joking with me and he was like, Nope, you're not done. And I was like, no, I really think I'm done. I can't go any further. He's like, I'll run the rest with you. And I was like, I don't want you to run the rest with me. I want you to go away. I don't want to do this. And he, he, he's the guy who every year after that literally won it, like was first, he was the fastest guy. But that year when I needed it, he jokingly said, I'm going to push you in this, this left shopping cart on the side of the road to complete it. He didn't do that, but he said, we're going to finish this together. And even though I had to walk and even though I, I mean, he could have easily been first 100% could have, but he was a guy who ran behind the fat slow guy. My very first year, I think it was an F3 or maybe my second year, but still, uh, and, and sure enough, that was, that was the way that works. So the other thing is I would admonish you to say, do it for the guy next to you. Do it for the guy that needs a little more encouragement. Do it for the do it for yourself because it's fun mm-hmm. to check and see where you're at, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, see where you stack up, whether it's real or whether it's not real, it doesn't really matter. But do it for the right reasons and remember the mission. Now, the last thing I would say is this. And I think that uh, Gobbler hit it, Bono hit it. Actually, I think we all hit it in some way or other. And that is Nantans. If this is something that's causing big problems in your region, boy, I tell you what, get to leading. Get to leading. Because it's not easy, is it, uh, Bono? No, it's not. It's not easy, is it, Kitty? Nope. No, because if it was easy, we wouldn't need leaders. Aye? Aye. 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 A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there 43 feet at a time.